has been an awakening. Have you felt it? You're listening to the Scavenger UK podcast, part of the Galaxy of Toys network. This podcast has been created courtesy of the amazing crew from the Galaxy of Toys network. They've allowed me to create this first episode in the hope of igniting a few uh, flames in the UK. In this series of UK-based shenanigans, I'll be covering toys and collectibles from the world of Star Wars. As a collector of various figures, roleplay toys and ornaments myself, I thought it'd be great to share some of these with you, as well as giving you the latest scavenger updates and finding those really hard-to-reach toys we all want, as well as maybe gloating on some of the US guys who can't pick these things up. So first up is my report of the London Toy Fair 2016. So it was a little while ago now, uh, back in January, uh, in Kensington Olympia in London, uh, they had a toy fair and it was uh, a chance for all of the trade people to come together, buyers and uh, licenses and uh, lots of people, all the big wigs in the toy world basically, uh, and they all get together with all of these new toy people and PRs and everything else. Um, so all of the new Star Wars toys were all there waiting for people to buy them up so they could get into the stores. Um, so there really was tons and tons of content there. I couldn't tell you about absolutely everything because uh, it would take me all night. So uh, kind of put them into different sectors for you first off the uh, board games there were quite a few uh, as you can imagine um, one of the big stands that I always make a point of going to is Devium Games. They do uh, things like the X-Wing miniatures, uh, they do uh, the brand new X-Wing miniatures, which is a Force Awakens version. Probably heard all about that previously. Um, but coming soon anyway, you may have heard of uh, a small game called Double. Uh, and it's a great party game, there's pictures and you basically have to uh, say out loud the picture that you see and get rid of all of your cards or uh, claim all of the cards so there's kind of lots of variations on the game, it's really really fun um, and they are actually making a Star Wars version so they're making really nice cartoony characters on this uh, double card and you have to shout out you know Kylo Ren and lightsaber and stuff like that so it's going to be really really good at parties especially for like Star Wars fanatics like me and you and everybody else um, so yeah that's double um, so that's really cool there's also uh, another kind of version of one of Disney's games in fact Pictopia now I don't know a lot about Pictopia but it does look really fun. It's based on questions and answers and winning things and uh, stuff like that. So they're actually making a Star Wars version of this. So it's basically the original rules, but with a Star Wars twist. So have a little look out for that. That's apparently in quarter two of this year. So that's what I was told anyway. And then I also saw actually the most controversial game actually of uh, the early part of this year, Star Wars Monopoly. Yeah, where was Ray? 
Yeah, so she wasn't in there, um, and she is still admitted from the game, in fact. Uh, it was quite amusing, actually. I went to the store, and it was actually hiding behind another game, uh, which was quite funny. Someone's either done that on purpose, or it's just found its way to the back. But, yeah, that's there. Star Wars Monopoly. Uh, you can play as Luke. I think it was Darth Vader, Kylo Ren, and somebody else. Uh, Finn, I think it might have been. Um, I need to check my sources on that, but, yeah. That is out to buy now, anyway, uh, but I thought I'd bring that up, because that was quite amusing. Um, another thing you may have noticed or may um, have heard of previously uh, is Pop-Up Pirate from Tomy, um, and they're actually making a Star Wars version of this. Now, for the life of me, I cannot remember what was actually popping up. I'm thinking that it was uh, Darth Vader or maybe R2, so it kind of signifies the whole um, R2-D2 being thrown out from the swamp in Dagobah. Um, so I kind of think it was that but I can't remember now and you wasn't allowed to take pictures at the time because it was literally just a prototype so yeah anyway that's coming out hopefully in the later parts of this year maybe uh, December time something like that in the collectibles, um, we had uh, some really nice stuff from uh, Uncle Milton. You US guys will know all about Uncle Milton. Um, it's uh, Spin Master who actually um, deals out those toys in the UK. And um, basically, there's a Kylo Ren cross-guarded lightsaber like the one in the film, and it's a rune light. So I think you've probably seen these ones before. They do Anakin, they do Darth Vader, they do uh, an Anakin color-changing one, so it does a whole array of different colors. Uh, they also do Yoda, Obi-Wan Kenobi, I think he's coming out soon, and also one other, but I can't remember what that is. Um, but yes, cross-guarded lightsaber, Kylo Ren's lightsaber will be available as a room light um, pretty soon, hopefully. You've also got, uh, from Spin Master and Uncle Milton, you've also got the Death Star Builder Room Guard, so this is kind of like a kid's introduction to electronics. Uh, you've probably seen uh, the radio station type things where you've got uh, lots of wires that you can put together. It's basically just like that, uh, but you're rewiring the Death Star so that you can build a room guard. And it says lots of, um, lots of fun things. And then they're also bringing out the uh, Hologram 2, where you can put your iPad on top of this contraption and then it kind of shines down uh, into a uh, hologram and uh, you can create the uh, illusion of uh, the X-Wing coming out of the swamp fighting droids and it's all done with the power of the mind so you put on this uh, headset thing and uh, use the force uh, so that's that's pretty cool uh, I believe that's out now actually uh, so you should be able to get that from Amazon places like that uh, and then you've also got Blades Toys. There is uh, a radio-controlled chopper and BB-8. Uh, they're from the same people that brought you the radio-controlled R2-D2. These are the blow-up ones. So, to my mind, they don't look massively great, but for the price point, um, I think they're only about £25, something like that. So, they're actually really good for, um, for what they are. So, uh, you can have your own little... Uh, chopper or bb8 or r2d2 running around the room after your kids so that's pretty cool uh, and then you've also got a few um 
plush toys. Posh Paws are doing lots of cuddly toys, all of your BB-8s and uh, Kylo Ren's and all of those kind of plush toys, uh, as well as Underground Toys are doing the amazing, amazing Chewy with uh, movable mouth and eyes and sounds. So this one looks really, really great, and he does dancing and stuff like that. So uh, he's really funny, uh, and he's quite massive as well, uh, and for the money, it's really, really good. I think that's like 50-odd pounds or something, um, but it's really, really cool. Something from Underground Toys as well, uh, they're actually starting to do kitchenwares, which is really good. Um, so they've got a whole range of stuff which is coming out really, really soon. Uh, I believe you can get some of these already. Uh, there is a cutlery set of a fork, a spoon and a knife, and they're all Darth Vader's lightsaber, but then you've got the implements just on the end of them. So. They're really cool, make dinner times a bit more exciting. Um, so your kids can play with those and not eat and yeah, get shouted at and go on the naughty step and uh, okay. So maybe get these kid get these for yourself, maybe not the kids. What else have we got in the kitchenwares? You've also got a salt and pepper set, uh, which are the droids, uh, not R2-D2, um, but I think it's the red R4 and uh, there's a yellow droid as well, the uh, name eludes me. There's also lots of uh, coffee pots, sugar pots, things like that. Lots of other kitchenwares as well which are coming out like spatulas and things like that. So so do keep a lookout for underground toys. Uh, they're really really cool at the moment. They're going to be really hot when it comes to kitchenwares. The biggest uh, stand at the show that I was interested in was probably the Lego one. Lego always have an amazing array of all the good stuff which is coming out in the next year and um, some of the lot is obviously Star Wars. So we went through into this really dark room and uh, all of these Star Wars toys are all lit up really nice. Uh, mostly blank faces uh, and there are display cases uh, with the actual boxes in them but they are pixeled out so you can't actually see which minifigures are with them and things like that. So you may have already seen the Microfighter series and that there's the Ghost now with Hera. So uh, that's really uh, really sought after as, as far as I understand anyway because uh, I love Lego and I've been trying to get all of the crew of the Ghost and uh, Hera is uh, one of the ones which uh, does get away from me unfortunately um, but getting a, with this mini ghost uh, is really really cool uh, the actual model of the ghost is really nicely designed it does look like the ghost uh, which is really nice um, so yeah look out for that one there's also a walker which is a clone tank um, essentially and it's Rex's home now uh, in Star Wars Rebels you've probably seen it so you can actually get this uh, and there are lots of things which open out and uh, it's really really cool actually uh, because it has a handle right at the top so it's actually really sturdy uh, and you make you can make it walk as well which is pretty cool so look out for that one the Freemaker Adventures ship will be available. It's the blue ship, and I'm guessing it's going to come with um, with all of the family. It's quite big, but not massive. Probably only six by ten inches, something like that. But it does look really nice anyway. And then you've also got the Lugger Beast, um, one of the contraption stroke animals, which was in the Force Awakens, the film. It was a lugger beast with a Tito on top of it, so uh, you will get that scene uh, from Star Wars The Force Awakens. 
So that's it really for um, what was actually at the uh, at the toy fair, which actually jumped out at me. Uh, only a few bits and pieces, but there was obviously tons of other stuff. There were things like uh, cards from Cartimundi. There were lots of like blind bag things as well. Lots of different lightsabers. There was also kids' furniture, stationery, and all that kind of school stuff. So tons and tons of stuff to look out for in the upcoming year um, and I'll hopefully give you a few reports as uh, new things also crop up. I don't know where he is. Nobody knows where he is. Meaning nobody knows. So, as the name suggests, I'm just one of the scavengers in the UK looking for some awesome Star Wars toys. The scavenger because, well, I hear podcasts from the Galaxy of Toys main show and also the new toy run. Uh, Check both of these out, by the way. Uh, They're both on iTunes. Um, Anyway, I hear these guys on these casts talking about brand new waves of 3.75 figures and also the 6-inch Black Series, and I'm just gobsmacked that I've not seen them anywhere in the UK. This show will hopefully uh, remedy a bit of that. It will highlight some places in the UK where you can pick up the harder to reach items. A few examples are as follows. I've heard that the United States are quite thin on the ground when it comes to Captain Phasma in the six inch series. Well, I managed to find these in the toy store on Bond Street in London. Now, I was quite dubious about this store when it first opened, as it's in London, uh, it's for the tourists, and they therefore bunk up the prices a little. Um, But not loads, just enough to maybe care about um, spending a little bit more money than you want to, Uh, especially because there is the Disney store, which is just opposite. A few great finds in the toy store also include the new FN2187 Black Series 6-inch figure, and this is the one where Finn is in his Stormtrooper costume, and he's got the blooded hand detail on his helmet. So it does look really, really cool. Um, They've captured Finn's features pretty well. I don't have one at the moment because I am completely skint, um, but I am saving up the pennies. I did, however, find a couple of months ago, um, which I just want to mention, uh, is the 30-inch Yoda figure, which I haven't really seen anywhere else since. And this one is basically a plastic uh, figurine, kind of like the same cast as maybe um, one of its 3.75 counterparts. Um, But this currently sits on my dinner table, uh, very proudly with his lightsaber drawn. Uh, They also do really well on their Hot Wheels range. Um, They've actually got tons of the ships and lots of the cars as well. So moving on to the Disney store, surprisingly, even they don't have the most recent waves, unfortunately. Um, And this, for me, was a really big downer. So when Disney actually took over, I I really thought that they would uh, keep us all up to date with the newest waves. Funnily enough... I actually tend to find newer figures in my local Asda and Tesco's, uh, for the US listeners out there, Asda is the UK's Walmart partner, and Tesco's is just another massive, massive supermarket chain. Um, But yeah, I find them in those rather than in Disney's flagship store, which is just really, really strange. It seems though, if you do want the most up-to-date waves, you need to go hunting online, which is normally the case when you want them from America as well. But one place of note is www.staractionfigures.co.uk Now this one is actually based in the UK so you will save money on uh, import taxes and money anyway. They actually have a massive array of episode 7 figures, 3.75 waves 4 and 5 which include Han Solo build a weapon and also Admiral Akbar figures. They also readily stock the 6 inch lines and you can pre-order the newest waves as well. 
So Saga Legends and Missions Packs are also very plentiful and at amazing prices. Some of them are only around £8, uh, and this is a two-figure pack, remember. They also have a clearance section, which is actually one of my favourites, because there's uh, lots of figures in there from Star Wars. Um, but they do also stock lots of other things um, from different TV and film franchises. They even stock uh, new Funko Pop figures and also Hot Toys statues. So do check them out, they are really, really good. One thing to also mention is their delivery costs as well. For just a one figure, they have the delivery at two ninety-five. So £2.95, um, and this is actually really good because there are some sites out there that want you to pay four, five pounds sometimes uh, just for the one figure. So as I said, they do stock uh, the Funko Pop figures as well, and this is actually going to be massive because uh, it's the only place at the moment where an Episode 7 Luke is actually available, so do try and pick up one of those. So do give them a go, um, you can go to their site right now and it's www.staractionfigures.co.uk Business is a business, huh? <laughs> so in this next segment what we'll be looking at is sales and any kind of discounts or really cool offers which are coming up. One of the things to mention is that Argos have currently 20% off of Star Wars toys up until the end of Easter. So. In some cases, they are like £10, £15 off uh, really big items. Uh, one of the really, really interesting ones being the Hasbro's BB-8. And that's now only 49 instead of 59 I think. So do check out argos.co.uk. What's that? So this part of the show is for the few and far between times that us in the UK can gloat about collector's items or set of items not currently available in the US. This month I want to bring up the Di Agostini Miniature Helmet Collection. The official Star Wars Helmet Collection. A unique series of 1-5 to five scale replica helmets from the most iconic characters in the Star Wars universe. Each helmet is faithfully reproduced in stunning detail with its own display case and stand, along with a fascinating magazine exploring each character's story. The Star Wars Helmet Collection is at Newsagents now with your first helmet, Darth Vader, for $1.99. Diagostini. We're currently up to around issue 5 or 6. So far we've had the helmets from the likes of C-3PO, Stormtrooper, Darth Vader, Boba Fett and X-Wing Pilot. We could get a new TIE Fighter Pilot, i.e. from The Force Awakens, as well as Clone Troopers coming up and Emperor Guards. I literally cannot wait for these. They're all priced from around $1.99 from the first issue up to $9.99 with the occasional 11.99 for bigger issue magazine uh, and it also comes with special shelving units for displaying the helmets. These ones are slightly bigger than the current black series that the US are getting but they are just as detailed. They are plastic but they do look absolutely amazing. I've already reviewed these on my blog if you want to view those they're at www.daswillycool.com that's D-A-S-W-E-A-L-L-Y-C-O-O-L dot co dot UK. So you can have a little look on there. I've reviewed all the magazines that I've uh, spoken about. And they're really, really cool. The magazines are really good as well. They're quite detailed. 
i.e. the Darth Vader one goes into all of the electronics inside the helmet and it's also got some other costumes within the original trilogy within that magazine. When you actually make your subscriptions there's also some additional items that you get at different parts in the collection in your deliveries. So for example there's a neat binder, there's also a free R2D2 USB stick and also a t-shirt. And as I've already said, they also have the special shelving racks to display the helmets. I never doubted you for a second. Wonderful! I would just like to make a very, very quick amendment, uh, and maybe in addition uh, to the report on the Diagostini mini helmet collection as well. Um, I've literally just received a delivery of issues 6 and 7. Uh, so issue 6 is the TIE Fighter pilot helmet. Now it is actually the old trilogy uh, helmet unfortunately. Uh, I was given incorrect information from Diagostini's customer service. Uh, so yeah, unfortunately it is the old TIE Fighter helmet. Um, and then the Scout Trooper is actually number 7 as well, so quite a nice uh, looking helmet there as well. Um, now just to add as well to the uh, display um, part of it as well, now these are all individually boxed up and they all have their own sealed plastic case, uh, see-through case obviously, um, so that you can actually view them like in a museum sort of thing. Um, they are really really nice. Uh, the X-Wing Pilot one does actually move, the goggles actually go up and down which is quite cool. Up to now, up to issue 7, none of the others actually move. Okay, so just a very quick uh, reference to the actual magazines themselves as well, uh, just to give you a little bit more insight into um, what they actually contain. So first of all you have a databank of A to Z and it actually gives you magazine by magazine you get the A to Z of lots of different weapons, events, the different people in Star Wars as well as the vehicles, um, also the planets as well and the organisations. So it kind of literally does a databank, the A to Z of Star Wars as you start collecting, uh, as you go through collecting the different magazines. You've also then got, as I stated previously, uh, a bit about the actual helmet of that issue. So you can read a bit more about the electronics inside it or the uh, different features of the helmet in the Star Wars universe and what kind of role they played. Um, and a little bit more about the actual character itself as well. So the actual scout trooper, it goes into like the scenes in Star Wars and how they actually benefited the Empire. Then there's also a lot of information about weapons and uniforms which is kind of taken into account where in the Star Wars universe the helmet actually turns up and it gives it a bit more background into that part of the saga. So i.e. like the Scout Trooper you would have all about the Ewoks and Endor and the different characters in that part uh, of the uh, saga. There's also uh, highlights of the actual saga as well, so you can actually see um, some events which actually happened in the film. In this case, it's about the rebel infiltration on Endor. So, I mean, these magazines are really, really amazing as well. They're really nicely put together. They're not massively big, um, so you can just read them in a the morning or something like that. Um, they only really have about 20 pages. Um, so coming next issue is issue 8 and that's actually General Grievous so that should be quite a good one as well um, so hopefully we can read all about the death of 
Dooku, apparently, uh, the battle droids, and also the vicious cyborg soldier himself, General Grievous. And that's kind of the update I just wanted to share with you. So, if you are interested, then, it's www.starwarshelmets.co.uk Diagostini Mini Helmet Collection, they are fantastic. So that's just one of the things that the US are currently missing out on, which is brilliant. Another thing I wanted to bring up was the Disney Infinity 3.0 Boba Fett. Now this was amazingly massive when the game first came out on the PS4 and possibly the Xbox One, but I know for a fact that the PlayStation 4 came especially with this Boba Fett figure and at the time you could only get it with this special pack and I think it was like a hundred dollars or a hundred pounds in our case. These are actually being made now available as individuals. Now I managed to get mine in the UK on the 5th of February and it's not until the actual 15th of March that the US have actually managed to get this for themselves. Bless them. <laughs> so again, the UK have reigned over the US at this point, which is really cool, because we don't get to do it that often. So stay tuned for more kind of updates with collector's items that are only available in the UK, and I'll also give you some updates on the Diagostini helmets collection in the future as well. I don't know your name. Finn, what's yours? I'm right. Okay, so what I'm going to try and do every month is actually interview someone from the toy news world, or at least a collector of toys in the UK. This month, and because I've not actually introduced myself as yet, I wanted to kind of uh, interview myself. That would seem a bit strange, obviously, myself asking the questions and myself giving the answers. So I'm going to kind of give you a rundown of um, who I actually am, what I've done in the past, um, how I got introduced with Star Wars, that sort of stuff. So you get to know me a bit as well. So my name's Adam. Uh, host of Scavenger UK podcast, obviously, and uh, also a writer of daswillycall.co.uk. So check me out on there. I've done lots of Star Wars reviews, toys, homeware stuff, um, gadgets and books as well. You know, obviously, I'm a lover of Star Wars. I talk about it all the time. My wife gets annoyed at me because I talk about it all the time as well. Um, but how did it begin? Okay, so... I was around five or six when I first saw the Christmas special and I believe it was actually the first time that Return of the Jedi was showing in the UK uh, at Christmas uh, on TV. So this was kind of my first introduction to the Star Wars universe and I was absolutely in awe of it. Um, it was amazing and I wanted more, quite obviously. So we actually had a video man come round our road um, every so often. Uh, I think it was something like once a week or um, once every two weeks, something like that. Uh, and basically it's this tiny little van and you go inside this van and it's lined with VHS videos. Um, those were 
before DVDs and Blu-rays. Yeah. Laugh it up, fuzzball. Um, so yeah, we can basically choose a couple of DVDs, uh, rent them from his van, and uh, obviously he comes back the next week or a couple of weeks, and then we give it back, uh, and then we can have some diff different ones. So I obviously borrowed um, all of the Star Wars films, including the Ewok movies, even though they're pretty terrible. Um, but I did love them back then, and I still kind of do love them. Um, they take me back. Um, but yeah, so I watched all of the movies when I was a kid, and um, got introduced as well because my brother had lots of the toys. And um, I then collected a few more toys as well from, like, second-hand places or if they were still in the shops for some reason um, I would pick these up there for a couple of quid so it was mainly the films and then the toys as I got older as well as the books as well which are now the legends uh, from the legends like library as it were um, so yeah and then the rest is history um, I kept collecting the figures basically and all of the other collectibles that go with it um, and today um, really it's all about the lightsabers for me. We have come a long way since the uh, since the dark times um, of all of the Hasbro lightsabers and uh, all of the plastic ones, basically, uh, as well as the uh, the blow up ones of like times of old uh, when they first came out. We've now got the likes of Ultra Sabers, Saber Forge, and here in the UK we also have JQ Sabers. So really, it's those that take my fancy at the moment. Um, so they're not kind of official Star Wars toys, um, or collectibles rather, um, but they are kind of what I'm uh, trying to collect at the moment. Um, I am into the new figures, the 3.75 and 6 inch as well, uh, from episode 7, uh, and I actually have the old trilogy Stormtrooper on my desk at work as well. So kind of a mix really, um, whatever I'm into at the time really. And you've already heard me talk about the Diagostini mini helmet collection. So this is a monthly thing, so I'm getting a couple of helmets every month. So that's really cool. Uh, it keeps me interest up. I can read all about them in the magazines as well. So um, you've, I'm sure you've already heard about uh, all of that uh, through the podcast. So the trilogy that I'm most into at the moment is probably The Force Awakens because uh, it's obviously the new one out, so everyone's talking about it. Um, and there's so much content in the film as well as the mentalness regarding all of the toys surrounding the film as well. So the toys at the moment are so diverse and there seems to be uh, the Star Wars name on practically everything you use in day to day. So it is reigning supreme, and I think as we get closer to episodes 8 and 9, it will only get more mental. There'll be more Force Fridays, uh, there'll be tons more stuff coming out, there'll be a bigger array of figures I'm sure, um, and hopefully we're going to see that Luke Skywalker figure as well. So, um, yeah, with reference to episode 7 as well, everyone is after Rey's lightsaber. Uh, so you'd be lucky at the moment in the UK to get the Black Series version uh, of Anakin's Ray's lightsaber um, for the normal price uh, of about £150 it is. Um, if you can get it in the UK it's probably down on eBay and it's probably going for three times the normal amount uh, by some dodgy guy on there probably. So it is unfortunate, uh, but some people do thrive on the hunt of these things, uh, so you can perfectly understand uh, why they'd pay a little bit more. 
Um, the lightsaber smiths as well, which I um, mentioned a while ago, um, they were inundated with lightsaber orders for Ray's lightsaber um, when the film first came out as well. So um, they completely got a hit and uh, they were really struggling to get the orders completed and sent out. My forte at the moment is the lightsabers, um, especially the ones from Disney Store as well. So I do like the unofficial ones, but the Disney Store ones are amazing. Um, you've got the lights and sound. Um, currently there's the three versions, so you've got Ray's lightsaber or Luke's or Anakin's, whichever way you look at it. You've also got Darth Vader. You've also got uh, Yoda and you've also got um, Kylo Ren's lightsaber. So, um, sorry, there's the four at the moment. So yeah, these are really, really cool at the moment. They've got the lights and the sound, as I said, as well as a rumble feature, um, which happens when you clash with another saber. It's basically if you bend the bend the blade, then it will um, make different sounds. It will flash and it will rumble as well. Um, and I didn't actually know about this when I first bought the lightsabers. Um, so I got Ray's version and also Kylo Ren, so that me and my son could have a little battle in the garden. Um, and I actually thought they were broken because uh, all of a sudden we'd be waving them about and because of like gravity um, the blade would bend and it would flash so we didn't realize it had this um, clashing feature and we actually thought it was broken um, so I kind of just bent the blade and then found out that indeed there is a rumble clash and uh, flash feature so that was really good um, really, really impressed with those. They're twenty-four ninety-five, I believe, uh, each from the Disney Store, um, which is kind of okay, really, for what they actually do. Um, they are really nice, kind of replicas as well. They are all plastic, um, but they are really, really nice. Uh, let's see. I don't have Darth Vader or Yoda, uh, so I am saving up for those ones. But the Ray and Kylo Ren, I've already got those ones. Uh, I do also have a load of the original Hasbro lightsabers as well as uh, one or two of the effects and master replica lines as well. So I've actually got Ray's lightsaber uh, from master replicas when they first came out there um, as well as the original, original uh, Anakin from episode two lightsaber. And that was the very first one that master replicas actually did. So my favourite piece in my collection, as it were, is actually my uh, my Yoda effects lightsaber. And this is a metal hilt and it has a 24 inch blade, polycarbonate, and uh, it basically lights up from the bottom to the top. So it looks like it's actually igniting and the sound is immense. It's so loud. Um, so yeah it is really really cool um, it's really nice to wield uh, and you swing it about and you feel like Yoda just not as old um, so so yeah so I mean that's just a little bit about me um, if you did want to learn a bit more just email me I've got no problem with that daswillycall at gmail.com uh, and I'll answer any questions you have uh, especially if they're about the podcast if you can give me any kind of tips or tricks or um, any suggestions to features that I can run in the future um, I'll be quite happy to do those uh, I'm sure it will get quite difficult giving you details of you know the best places to go to and all of the updates as well because uh, they probably will be few and far between that's one of the reasons why I am going to just do uh, kind of a monthly podcast 
So to everyone listening, thanks very much for listening to me rabble on uh, about UK Star Wars gear. Um, I've enjoyed it. I hope you have as well. I had a lot of fun actually uh, completing this uh, podcast. It's been quite a lengthy process and you don't actually um, have any idea of how much work goes into these until you actually have to make one yourself. So I really do appreciate uh, the guys at Galaxy of Toys for creating their podcasts, etc. And everybody else who does podcasts. Um, But thanks goes out to the guys at the Galaxy of Toys uh, for publishing this for me and also for the inspiration of actually um, making it go live in the first place. I'd also like to thank the creator and performer of the opening and closing music that you can hear right now. Uh, It's Rays of Luminescence and it's by Luminous Monsters. So give them a listen on YouTube. If you do want to contact me, I am at daswillycall at gmail.com and I've also always got things on Twitter going on Um, I'm making lots of comments on bits and pieces uh, and that is at daswellycall so it's all quite simple Uh, daswellycall is d-a-s-w-e-a-l-l-y-c-o-o-l so do give me um, a bit of an ad follow me uh, you know just let me know if you like this podcast as well Uh, and as I've already said if you've got any uh, ideas for me as well you can let me know uh, and that'll be fantastic so we'll see you next month may the force be with you and we'll see you soon laters